Hello and welcome to a Calgary Folk Music Festival podcast. I'm Gary Clark. This podcast is the first of a two-part series called Road Stories, where festival artists bring us a tale or two from the road, a memorable career-changing experience or milestone, and then set up the song they'd like you to hear. This one brings the tales of two Toronto-based artists, Justin Rutledge and Jason Wilson, who are both performing at the festival July 23rd through 26th at Prince's Island Park. Justin has just released his third album, Man Descending. He first came to people's attention as a 20-something songwriter about five years ago to much critical acclaim. His haunting, literate stories are snapshots of ordinary people's lives, delivered in a tear-stained voice. I asked Justin to relate a road tale. And I was doing a show at a kind of a legion hall and uh, in the east end of town, and I was actually, thankfully, I hadn't gone on yet, because I think if someone had died during my performance, I don't think I would have played another show again. But it just so happened I was standing at the bar. I see this guy go down behind me, just kind of in my periphery. You know, there were a few hundred people there. I just had a massive kind of heart attack. And so I canceled the show, obviously. We took a collection up and flowers and whatnot to his family. It was, uh, it was a pretty interesting evening, one that I hope uh, doesn't, doesn't uh, repeat itself. That, that theme of, of life and death is, is always present and not at the background in a lot of songs of mine. I did, after that incident, I did kind of, uh, it did make me pause. And uh, I, I don't think, I think I canceled the next show as well. I was kind of shaken up by it, you know, so... I, I think it revealed itself in, in uh, maybe in, in a subconscious way and in a couple of other songs, but nothing directly. Justin's recent work with renowned Canadian author Michael Andante has been a bit of a milestone for him. Production, I've been lucky enough to, to, uh, to be working with a great director named Daniel Brooks. I, I really lucked out there, you know. I mean, I don't think I could uh, be in better company in terms of, you know, the literary world or the, or the theater world. So we're not using all of... The songs that I write in the piece, Michael is incorporating some pre-existing songs of mine, some earlier works of mine into the, into the script. Um, but I kind of took the liberty to write as much as I could based on this character. So the next project of mine, the next recording, will full album based of songs based on this one character in particular, most of which won't be used in the piece itself, but are, I'm going to release for future consumption. So, uh, this too shall pass. It took me quite a while to write, over a year actually. I had all the music ready for it. I, I was reading an article one day and, and uh, that quote struck me. It's actually a little bit of the Eastern thought mixed with a little bit of barroom living. I, I tried to balance the two polarities and that uh, turned out to be uh, one of my favorite songs. So, it's a song called This Too Shall Pass. When the night arrives at last When it just won't go away When your eyes are sick with wonder When your heart is in a cast This too shall Waving from a train 
This Too Shall Pass for the Calgary Folk Music Festival Road Stories Podcast Part 1. Jason Wilson is a Toronto-based reggae artist of Scottish descent. His recent album, The Peacemaker Chauffeur, was nominated for a 2008 Juno Award. Jason is known for his wonderful vintage and visionary jazz-infused reggae and collaborations with artists such as Ernest Wranglin, David Francie and Ron Sexsmith. Here is his road tale. We don't have all day. It was the last date of our most uh, recent tour of Britain, which is a couple of years back now. When you think of Scottish cities, uh, you know, you think Glasgow, Edinburgh, Aberdeen, perhaps Dundee even comes to mind. Um, one doesn't usually associate uh, Port Mahomic with Scotland's musical bastion. But there we were in the, um, the very north of Scotland, north of the Loch Ness Monster herself, in a place that was really right out, right out of the movie, A Local Hero. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was unbelievable. But uh, you wonder, uh, well, we wonder, I, I suppose, sometimes um, playing reggae, as we do, how a crowd 
like that, you know, who at best are maybe conversational in reggae, <laughs> uh, how they might react to what we do, you know. Um, so there's a, there's a bit of trepidation before a show like that sometimes. But but the lesson was there for us, I can tell you, because the openness and the warmth of their reaction, their patience with music, well, at least some music they had never heard before. Although, you know, we threw in a couple of Scottish ballads, reggae, for uh, good measure. But but no, their reaction was just was overwhelming. Any trepidation that we had mel- melted away, like in a matter of a couple of songs. I always say that that their sort of enthusiasm was so infectious, like it, it you know it, it dwarfed the the crowds of the you know the cynical city that we had been playing, and um, so much so I think I think we were contracted to do like a one hour set, and I think we gave them three hours instead. And they weren't ready to finish either at that point. <laughs> but we were because we, um, we had a 12-hour drive to Birmingham the next morning. One of Jason's recent trips to Jamaica was the memorable experience he wanted to share. I come from the sort of British school of reggae. Uh, my cousin's in UB40, and uh, I'm good close, close friends with uh, the band Aswad, who is one of um, Britain's biggest reggae bands. That's not to say that I you know, wasn't listening to Jamaican reggae, because I was, of course, but um, the, the Jamaican associations came later. Um, and, you know, I pinched myself all the time thinking of, of who I've been able to play with and record with from, you know, Ernest Wranglin, he was in the Scadlights and he also taught Bob Marley how to play guitar, to, you know, the likes of Willie Williams, uh, who wrote the famous Armageddon Time, to uh, Sly and Robbie, of course, who have played with everyone under the sun. So we've, been, we've been there a few times now, we were just there in March. I got up and played uh, with the Fab Five. The Fab Five were the backing band for uh, Johnny Nash's I Can See Clearly Now and all, the, all of his great sort of reggae hits uh, of the early 70s. Grub Cooper, the drummer of the Fab Five, also co-wrote One Draw for Rita Marley and played with everyone from the Beach Boys to Keith Richards. And, you know. So uh, they're an amazing, an amazing band. Um, uh, when they came to do uh, a track for me on, on my new album, uh, it was literally like watching you know standing in the shadows of motown it, I, I call it standing in the shadows of trenchtown these guys were just they came in and it was like it was a factory and and it was a, something to watch um because this is what they do you know eight hours a day when they're in jamaica so you know it was a pleasure finally to 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 get on stage with them in front of a crowd of you know about a thousand in kingston jamaica the whole album is about you know sort of uh, different interpretations of war and peace, and um, this one's about uh, any soldier at any time missing um, a loved one back at home, and uh, it's called Your Love Shines a Light for Me. I'm leaving Rome, my work here is done, time to travel and get out of Babylon, I'm coming home. Seven trumpets sound And Jericho come down I'm coming round Bye. 
you Weary battles raged Forever less a day So dread and blue to a Road Stories podcast featuring Justin Rutledge and Jason Wilson. I've been your host, Carrie Clark. Thanks for listening, and check us out online at calgaryfolkfest.com.